Hey, nerds, it's another week and another challenge. Uh, I am an incredibly important member of the Hollywood Glitterati, as you are very, very aware, down in your little fucking phony baloney island of Tasmania. I go to very secret events. Uh, some of these are hosted by Star Trek luminaries who keep these extra hush-hush. So hush-hush uh, that I shouldn't really be telling you guys about them, but then who the fuck are you going to tell? Because you're a bunch of jam eaters. Uh, anyway, uh, I want you to watch... Uh, DS9 episode, The Darkness and the Light, so that I can tell the joke that I absolutely did not, have not, and will not tell Nana Visitor, who was absolutely not at the party, that I cannot talk about, and I can't stress that enough. Uh, now is not the time for the joke. You guys get started. I'll be uh, back later. Uh, where are we going right now? We're going to see Bonnie Gordon. Bonnie Gordon. Why are we going to Bonnie Gordon? Because if you don't, she'll kick our ass. She'll kick our... Oh, my God. Uh. It's Bonnie Gordon. Oh, for God's sake. Unplanned Trek! Hello, and welcome to Unplanned Trek, the podcast for two dipshits from Australia... That were interviewed by Section 31 and then let go. My name is Isaac. My name is Andrew. And look, I would have probably got into Section 31 if you weren't there with me. True. Yeah. yeah. I don't only, have much of a poker face. The only thing I was concerned about is that they offered a Section 30 instead. Yeah. And yeah. That's, that's like, you know what Section 30 does? It's, it's light brown instead of black for one thing. It's and not that cool metallic black of Section 31. They just refill the vending machines. Oh, <laughs> that's our job. <laughs> I know. I know. And to be quite honest, probably do it well. Yeah. Well, we'd do it slow enough that we wouldn't be given extra work. Well, I'd also eat most of the stuff oh, and put yeah. it in the vending machine. Yeah, no Twix there. No. For sponsors of our show. Oh, Twix, yeah. Twix are good. Yeah. I do like Twix. Kind of a biscuit, kind of not. Do you like a twirl? Yeah. Because a twirl's like a flake, but with extra chocolate on yeah. the outside. Yeah, it's a flake that doesn't crumble. Yeah. Like a violet crumble. I like violet crumbles mm. better than crunchies. I like the the offcuts from violet crumbles become birdie beetles, and that's where it's at. Yeah. Birdie beetle is king. I know that. Yeah. Oh, it's nice to work for Rantry Hoadley Nestle. Oh, it's never come up before. Has it? <laughs> We've done this for hours, man. Yes, oh, not come up before. One day I'll tell you about my, my, my time at the lolly company. Will it come up today, or is that too planned? Oh, it's a little bit planned. A little bit planned now. <laughs> but, but, you know, I used to was a purchasing officer for Allen's Sweets, who make oh. like juice. So my job, this yeah. is great, yeah. my job was to buy the raw materials for the two factories in Victoria that made all the gelatin-based lollies. Right. Jubes, jelly babies, snakes, any of that type of thing, yeah. right? Okay. And do you know what? I, I have no recollection of doing anything in that job for a couple of years apart from Monday morning, send a fax to CSR to order six tonnes of sugar. Right. What I did for the rest of the week, I have no idea. Oh, that reminds me of a job I had once. So... I landed in England. Right. Needed a job. Yeah. Went to a job agency. Bit of a and cup said, of tea for this story. Yeah. Said, get me a job. Mm-hmm. And they said, we've got a job for you that starts in a week. If you can do this other job for us for a week. Mm-hmm. And my job was for a, an important company called Boston Scientific, Ooh. which sounds very good. Yeah. My job was at 10 o'clock, I had to sign in the deliveries. Yep. And at 3 o'clock, I had to sign out the deliveries. And in between that? I could listen to the radio and go on the internet. Oh. <laughs> so I'm old enough that my job, there was no internet yeah. when I was at my branch right. job. Right. But not even the shh. No. Nah, not even that. Bang, not even that. Bang, bang. We had a room of mainframe computers with giant tape drives. Like um like Jeffrey Combs in um, Lower Decks. Yeah. Oh yeah. Did they the computers look like him? Pretty much. Ah mm. uh, yeah. Are you but... Jeffrey Combs? Are you Jeffrey Combs? Is he Jeffrey Combs? He's Jeffrey Combs. Yeah, we're all we're, we're all Jeffrey Combs. <laughs> yeah. But the thing, the best bit was right. Alan's got bought. Alan's merged with Lifesavers, which mm. meant we got access to Lifesavers. Then we got bought by Nestle. And we got moved to the office next to the Nestle factory, mm. who were making all the chocolates. Mm. Yeah. So that was not my department, except no. back then, you could, if you were bored, you could wander into the factory and just grab an aero bar off the conveyor belt. Excellent. Oh, I know. Yeah, how did you stay in such beautiful shape, yeah, mate? Because I left. <laughs> so I, would have, I would have had diabetes and been the size of a house. Yeah, it was, uh, That's yeah. Terrific. So um, I know I made the decision. You would have looked like a sci-fi nerd. Pretty much, yeah. yeah, yeah. I, exactly, <laughs> except that I wash occasionally. Mm, we should no, tell the audience, we're, oh. in your, we're in your lounge room kitchen. That's right. At the moment. This, yeah. is, a, this is a nice change, isn't it? Yeah, it is. We've been, we've been at um, our 
our headquarters at, mm. at Hogan HQ, HQ for, for yeah. the last few weeks, and um, this week I said, no, come over here, mate. Hogan Quarters. <laughs> HQ. That's so, HQ. I guess before we board... This is Brown Towers. The brown, yeah. it's, 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 it's Brown Trousers. <laughs> <laughs> I guess before we bore everybody shitless, we mm. should explain what, we're gonna, what we do in this show. So what we do is we watch a random episode of Star Trek, but instead of reviewing it and telling you the plot, which you can do you know, yourself, you can just watch it. <laughs> you can just read Wikipedia. Yeah, that's right. Instead of doing that, what we do is we watch it with our own um, taint. So what we're looking for is romance. I don't watch it with your fight. taint. No. <laughs> You've got your own. Exactly. I don't need we're looking for fights. We're looking for romance. We're looking for animals um, and, and a few other things in between. So mm. we, we um, have various segments. It's a bit like whose line is it anyway in the fact that we're giving out votes that don't matter. Yeah, but well, um, you keep track of those votes. I do. Matter. We push them out on one of our favourite social medias, X. Oh, yeah. oh, is that what it is? Yeah, yeah. yeah. Oh, I've got, I've got an account on threads. Oh, do you? Oh, I'm on threads I, now. I haven't gone on threads yet. I'm just watching mm. the fire burn over here on X. Oh, I'm, I'm still doing that. Yeah. I, I'm never leaving that. Yeah. yeah. What if you have to pay for it? Yeah, I'm not that, paying Space Karen any money yeah, at all. Yeah, because that's come out this week. Oh, yeah, but it's, it's one of his thought farts. Yeah, that's right. <laughs> like, in fact, in fact, it's got less but chance. But he lets of, them out. It's got less chance of happening if he says it. When I have a, when I have a thought fart, I do it quietly. Mm-hmm. Although saying that, I listened to one of our shows recently. Oh, speaking of thought farts, yeah, and remember that idea I had about the the nacho toasty. Oh. We, haven't, we haven't done that yet. We've got to do that soon. Oh, we haven't done the nachos. I haven't got toasty. the key ingredients to do it today for what? you. But nachos? No. Yeah. <laughs> or, or toasties? Yeah, yeah. Apart from that. Oh, Paul, you've got everything. Yeah, yeah that's right. I've got a toasted sandwich maker. <laughs> <laughs> that's okay, that's a good start. Yeah. So this week we are doing a DS9 episode, "The Darkness and the Light." Mm, so this is um, this is the season five, the eleventh episode. So about mm. halfway through. Mm. Um, season five means the uniforms were cool. Mm. We're well into warf time yep um we've got bald cisco with beard so the way it always should have been the best cisco yeah the best cisco yeah Yeah. that's right um spencer for hire a Mm. a man called hawk yeah absolutely um and we've got a lot of bajoran backstory why don't you summarize the plot yeah so what we have is um a bunch of uh people that are Worship the prophets around a around a table like we are now. One yeah. of them gets shot by an orb. Yeah, which is unfortunate. Yeah, which um, well, all he did was light a candle. Yeah, that well, sucks. Yeah, don't get too far ahead with candles. Okay, man. scandal. Yeah, yeah. Right. Um, and then um, this starts with messages getting through to Kira, basically saying, "I'm murdering your friends," mm. by by um, by simple messages of counting. Yes. Um, and from that, Kira and I guess Odo to a degree investigate this and mm. try to uncover why she's being targeted. Okay, so that's that's one ex- that, that's one mm. explanation. Mm. I'll give another one. Uh, basically. Um, uh, apparently, Kira's dodgy, weird history as a terrorist meant that she killed some people, which surprisingly upset some other people, and so a serial killer is bumping off her friends in a really boring way, and this all gets sorted out by the end of the episode because she's really good at guessing who did it. And it's a one-parter. I know. Well, she kind of gets taken by the person that... Yeah, yeah, that that kind of narrows it down a bit when you're trying to yeah, work out exactly who it is right. when you get when you get kidnapped. But anyway, my point being, anyway, Odo's given her a list. Well, mm. not given. She pinched it. She pinches Odo's list of people it might be, and she just the first one she goes to, yep. it was him. Yep. Yeah, and you know what? Because I was watching the episode, and I'm like, I clicked on, I, I, I pressed my remote, and I went, "There's only five minutes to go. It's got to be this guy. Yeah. <laughs> There's no time to go and see someone else." So you know, she's got the alphabetical list, and it just happened to be Aaron Ardvark. <laughs> <laughs> Oddvark. Yes. Hmm. Do you remember the Blackadder episode where he has to recreate the dictionary because Baldrick burnt it? Oh, that. And he and he's right. And, and he forgets he forgets Aardvark because right. it's the only word with two A's. Yeah. And he get, he starts swearing about how he hates Aardvark. And his de- his definition is Aardvark. Stupid, stupid <laughs> mammal. Which if I ever meet, I will utterly kill. Hmm. Yeah. Well, that gets rid of the Aardvark problem. It does actually. Mm. And you don't have to put it in the dictionary. Mm-hmm. So okay, what do we say about this episode? Um, I found it very unengaging. Mm. And I, because I um, actually couldn't remember exactly what happens, mm. but every time they do that that exploration of the Bajoran terrorist thing, it's either a guilty conscience story or a revenge story. 
And it's just such a trope. There's not enough song and dance. Is that? Is that... Oh, I don't want any song well, and dance. Well, what trope? Yeah, we don't need song. Been there. Yeah. What, what trope would you like them to go to? Would you like to just like them to do something free and original? Yeah, well, look, they did a lot. They did plenty of free and original. Mm. It's just that the whole yes, we know Bajor was occupied by Cardassia. Mm. We know that there were Bajoran freedom fighters who were morally ambiguous. Because that's the nature of terrorism. That'd fit in well in our show. And you know, well, one, minus the terrorism, one person's terrorism is someone else's freedom fighter. That's right. Again, we know that because I just think every so often, Deep Space Nine writers will labour that. Hmm. And by the way, this was a Ron D. Moore oh, episode too, no. as far as the writing goes. You could have won that T-shirt again. Yeah, I could. No, I've worn it once. Yeah, yeah. Mm. Could wear something else. Yeah, you're Beyonce. I could wear a Beyonce T-shirt. You could wear one of Beyonce's T-shirts or one of her outfits. Yeah. Yeah, I wouldn't really do it justice. Wouldn't you? Oh, but yeah. maybe I would, yes. Maybe I would. I'm trying to move that book. I don't like that. We've made it pretty make. clear in... Oh, our... That shows me cup. There we go. We've made it pretty clear in our contract that you are the eye candy and, you know, I do all the writing and the... Oh, yeah. I mean, you're obviously writing the script and I've written the bit that I'm saying. I just turn up. Yeah, that's basically. right. Basically, yeah. 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 Um, what else can I say about this episode? Look, it's a bit... Um, uh, there's... Um, not enough O'Brien. Yes. For me. Yeah. Which doesn't preclude him getting votes, as you know. True. O'Brien can get True. votes in episodes he's not even in. That's right. As far as my rules yeah. go. Yeah. And it's my rules. Yeah. My way or the highway. Mm. Um, miles way. Miles way. Kilometres way. Yeah. <laughs> all, yeah. the, all the highway. Kilometres O'Brien, his brother. Yeah. 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 Um, so, yeah, I just watched it and, and I, di- I didn't I didn't go meh. I just sort of went, mm, mm. okay, that, was, mm. that happened. Yeah. I think one of the problems with episodes like this in the format that we get in 90s Trek is we're not invested in the people that die in this episode at all. Oh, no. And we won't talk about them again, and we didn't know they existed before well, this two episode. Of them, two of them so die don't, off camera. Yeah. Well, well we don't grieve them. Because no. we don't care about them, because we don't know them. We don't, And even Kira doesn't really react. She's like, all right, well, let's get on to it and find out who did it. It's yeah. not like, oh. If I wasn't that child. Yeah. That, that's my mate Tim. Mm. Timbo. Yeah. Timmy. The tea train. I did yeah. like, though, I, I must admit, I did like the fact that you can apparently put a bomb in someone that will burn them to death when they go through a transporter. Mm. Why did we never see that again? That's epic. The thing that I've got to, just talking through it with you now, is how did the orb kill the first guy? It was booby-trapped. You can't booby-trap an orb. Can you, can't you? No. I don't know. They belong to the prophets. You can't sabotage a prophet. If you do, they, just... come, they come to you and go... What sabotage? And then you have to go to various points of your life to explain it. You just play them to Beastie Boys. Yeah, that's yeah. sabotage, yeah. But isn't, isn't the prophets just dudes that live in the wormhole? Yeah, but you know, they're when really. they talk to you and they take you to different scenes throughout your life. Oh, and, and they have... appear as someone you know? Yeah. yeah type yeah, thing? Yeah, and you have to explain to them what the concept of sabotage is. Right. And they'll go, what is linear time? Mm. Then you have to explain what that is, and then they'll go, and then they won't understand that explanation. Don't yet. they have Wikipedia? No. In the and then you have to play baseball with Ben Sisko for some reason, oh, and right. we don't even know what baseball is. Always got to play. That's that. That's their dumb version of cricket. cricket. Yeah, mm. they don't like cricket. Oh, oh no! Did you know they that love it? The, the, I, I ten CCG. I watched a bit. Oh, yeah. oh no, <laughs> no, no! I, I missed it. Yeah. Um, I watched a bit of the uh, the um, whatever they call the T Twenty League in America. Oh. Um, Major League Cricket. That's what it's uh, called. Yeah, MLC. The MLC. Yeah, I, yeah. I watched a bit of it on the telly yeah. when it was on. They should call it the Run MLC. Oh, wouldn't that be good? Mm. So we got Run we got Run MLC and we got Beastie Boys already. Yep, yep that's right. We are on fire. We are so current. We've got Beyonce there too. And we have to, oh my God, yeah. I didn't even realise. Well, we should get to our first segment. Yeah, we should, we oh. should. And just off camera, I'm going to stop you now. If you didn't like Chrysalis... Then you were not alone But is this one better Than the voyage home Um, we like to establish a hierarchy Mm. Of, um, you know, Star Trek shows when we watch it And what we've established, we've bracketed basically Mm. We want to know, is the episode better than the one with the whales? Mm. Currently the best there is. That we've watched. Yeah, that we've yeah. watched. Or is it worse than DS9's Chrysalis, which is the worst that we've watched? Yeah. And so I'd... we are aware that there are better things out there, mm. maybe, than the one with the whales. There's certainly worse ones than Chrysalis. Mm. We but... just haven't got there yet. Or have we? 
Oh, today is this one worse than Christmas? No, no, it's no. Not. Look, look, it's a serial killer story. That's not a particularly good one. But I've gone and watched movies like the, the about serial killers that aren't particularly good. I um, think Christmas might be the worst episode of DS Nine. Yeah, probably. Yeah, probably because generally DS Nine was pretty strong. Mm. Mm. Um, yeah, no, I think that's probably true. Yeah. But yeah, look, um, the, if uh, if they could have thrown a whale in, yeah, yeah that might have worked okay. Yep. Um, if maybe one of the terrorists, uh, one of Kira's colleagues was a whale. Do they have whales on Bajor? Do they have them on, on DS9? They'd have ridges on their little noses. <laughs> little whale, little big whale ridges. That'd look cute, wouldn't it? Yes. Like, how, how do you make a killer whale look cute? Just put little ridges on I thought that was nose. a joke. Oh, yeah. boom, boom. Yeah. <laughs> like a I was ready to go. Thanks. Take your arm out of yeah. its mouth. Um, I don't know. <laughs> Just, that's good. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. I said arm. Yeah. By arm, I mean. Yes. Yeah. Um, it's been so, a while. It has been. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. For, for me too. Yeah. <laughs> that's okay. So, but, um, um, def- were... definitely not as good as all the whales. But yeah, our, our goalposts don't change this week. No. Yeah. Easy one there. Yeah. Was there a sex candle? No. But does an, a freaky orb candle that kills you count as a sex candle? Um, like in a rock and roll kind of sense. I can imagine this is pretty freaky. I would argue that it's a candle. Yeah. Uh, beyond that, I'm not sure. Yeah. I mean, I don't know what those dudes in red do in their own spare time mm. with their candles. I wondered if this counted as a as a sex candle. Well, there was all, I think if you know, there was a group mm. of them there. Mm. I reckon if there was one there on his own. Yeah. I think that might have been a bit more private. Yeah. Yeah, or two. Or two, two yeah. on their own. Yeah, two together on their own. No, it's <laughs> one guy and the candle. Yeah, is the that candle how counts. It, yeah, but I, for, I thought for, for it to be a sex candle, for it to really work, you'd need more than one person in the room. I mean, we're comparing it to Ronan, really, aren't we? I know. know. So, yeah, I mean, this would be like an eyes wide shut candle. It was like people oh. with freaky masks in, in similar outfits. Absolutely. Yeah, I just thought it was worth a discussion. Okay, no, I'm, yeah, I'm happy to go with it. We don't give votes in this one anyway. It's just more, is, is it a sex candle or not? And it happened like the first one minute of the episode. I'm yeah. like, what the bloody hell's going on here? Yeah, yeah. You lit a candle and it shot you. Mm, our candles don't do that. Our candles aren't even lit. They're behind Jack at the moment. Yeah, we can't see it yeah. anyway. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> Excellent. Moving on. Hey, this would be a good time for me to tell you the joke that I haven't told enough. Uh, but instead, give out some votes, toolbaggers. The Captain Jean-Luc Picard medal. So we get to the time of the show where we're starting to give out awards, votes, points. <coughs> this is the bit that people tune in for. Yeah, exactly. All, all the banter in between where we talk about, you know, some of your former dead animals. The witty repartee. Yes, the yes. nacho toasty that maybe our listener has, has oh. tried. Our Belgian listener maybe tried our nacho taco. They'd be all over that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, let us know, you know, one, that you exist. <coughs> Never sent us a fucking X, you oh, know? No, we would like. Yeah. Um, Thread me. Yeah. I mean, maybe the way to get our Belgium guy to talk to us is to just be mean to him now. Oh, to taunt him. Yeah. Yeah. I will taunt you a second time. So for new new players, mm. our weekly listens increased by one in Belgium each week, and so far, we have the exact amount of shows we've put out have equaled the same as mm. listens in Belgium. So we know we've got a Belgium listener. We just don't know who it is. No. Yeah. They're a mystery. Yeah. So Belgium guy... Make a nacho toasty, take a photo, send it to us on X. And we will make you famous. Yep, yep. <coughs> we will. Like seriously famous. Yeah, we'll introduce you to our friend. Oh. Which friend? I don't know. Oh, we've got more than one, do we? No. Maybe Joel? You know Joel. Well, I don't. He's, he's not a friend. <laughs> Artist formerly known as friend. Thank you. <laughs> so, the Jean-Luc Picard. Yes, have I even said that yet? I think we've had the music sticker, that's it. Hmm. So we give out three votes in this one to the three best characters of the episode. So... This is what might have impressed um, Andrew. It might be uh, what else happens in it? Like, it could be the hero, yeah, or it could be someone. Or could just be someone that's done something minor in the episode that's been really impressive. It's just someone I like. Yeah, yeah, like yeah. like a lot. Mm. Yeah. So um, this week, Andrew's in control of the Picard Medal, and he's mm. got the option of a three, two, and one Brownlow Medal style. Okay, so one vote, Miles mm. O'Brien. Yes. Yeah, no reason. Yep. Literally no reason. I just Miles O'Brien is in the three. 
he's just he's a bit like Dustin Martin mm. the year that he won the Brownlow. Yep. Like just he just every game crossed the boundary line. Yeah. The, the, the umpires pulled the book out. One vote to uh, G Martin. Uh, the comment I've got for O'Brien was he should have done the beaming because they would have avoided the blast. Well, he would have at least sorted that shit mm, out. Exactly. Yes. So um, two votes. And my two vote was really, really challenging. Mm. Two votes, Odo. Mm. Um, he would have got three if he had of sort of volunteered earlier that he can just hit up his contacts to get a list of who the dude could be. Mm-hmm. Like that was halfway through the episode. Yeah, there'd already been two other people bumped off. Yeah, by then, and he had a list of like twenty five names, but wasn't prepared to give it to Kira till he narrowed it down. Yeah, well, I know. He can narrow it down. That was weird, yeah. yeah. But but the fact is, you know, the constable, I love him, and he did some constabling for a change. Mm. He did some actual police work. I was impressed that the way he found out that Kira had got the list was mm. by just noticing the chair was His chair was in the right he's spot. Like, I don't leave my fucking chair. Nah, he's, he's so OCD. Yeah. I love that bit. Yeah. And he walks in, and he gets this stinky look on yeah. his face. Like, why is my chair facing that way? Doesn't he have that look for seven years? Yeah, pretty well. He can't have any other look. But I just I just think, think Rene Abajon I did it really well. Or he's like, mm. who moved my fucking chair? Mm. It's like when someone does it at my house. Mm. It drives me nuts. Yeah. So, three votes. Nog. Nog. For ab- yes. Using the ears to their actual proper purpose, yes. not as sex toys. Mm, mm. Like, he's there going, I know that voice. It's a female. Mm. It's the same person. It's like, and he's you. like, yeah. But yeah. I just love the fact that they're all looking at him going, how can you do that? Mm. He's like, because my ears are fucking enormous, you idiots. Yeah. Have you not been paying any attention? Yeah. Um, so, yeah, I thought he was, fan- that was fantastic. Yeah, that was fantastic. Yeah. So, uh, that, there's a genuine one, two, three for me. I didn't yeah. just pull it out of my ass for a change. That it might even be a first. Probably is, yeah. actually. Yeah, yeah, no, I really enjoyed those votes. Well done, mate. But if there's a ying, there must be a mm. yang. The Keiko O'Brien Medal. Mm. Mm. So, the polar opposite of the... JLP is the KOB, who was not in this episode. No. She was conveniently written out of it because she was because visiting she was her parents. Did they actually make comments on it? Yeah, yeah. Oh, I didn't, I missed that. Well, they had to, there was a couple of explanations that had to happen about why she wasn't at home when the bomb goes off. Yeah. Um, and so they, she's visiting her parents. She's, yeah. She has a lot of visiting. Yeah. She's always visiting. Did she ever visit Klinger? No, he doesn't get mentioned. No. So, I don't even think she visits Klingons. Oh, yeah. I reckon she might visit a few bit, but poor, that's his. Yeah, I mean, she was married to him mm. in the Korean War mm. in the nineteen fifties. Were they talking about the Korean War? Uh, it, well, it's, it's in continuity with DS Nine. Oh, obviously, good. Obviously, yeah, true. Yeah. Sorry, yeah. So you've got the votes this week. So lay it on. Okay, so the first vote. Mm. I'm just going to have to. Yes, it's Cisco. Ooh, cause he did nothing. Yeah, he didn't do much. But what he did is he just really took it out on Wharf for no reason. Oh, yeah, he paid out on it. Yeah, like, like there was... <laughs> don't explain to me. He dialed up to 11. Yeah, in about one second, he like, don't explain to me what the problem is, just go and sort it out. But Wharf hadn't really done anything wrong. No, he was just telling him why it might take yeah. a bit longer. It, it, like, he gave the reaction you should give if you go something mm. like, oh, but I don't want to. Yeah. Like, he reacted at that level of, well, yeah. you're going to have to just get up and do it. You know, he it was like that. He didn't, Wharf didn't say he wasn't going to do it. No. No, and it, Wolf didn't react, which the other thing, was unwarf like too. The other thing is, Cisco seems to be terribly unconcerned at times about things happening on the station. Mm. Like someone blew a hole in the wall mm. of someone's room. That seems to be something the captain would be up should all be worried over. about. Yeah, yeah. but yeah. no, no he's, he's fine. Yeah, um, two votes goes to Dax. <laughs> yes. Yep. So I think of she got hustled. By Captain Ramirez, the three-time Tongo champion. Yeah. Um, and now she's trying to get money out of Wharf. As soon as they said Tongo, I thought it was yeah. a ballroom dancing, mm. like championships. Obviously, they didn't have a double yeah, table. Just, yeah. um, it must be some sort of gambling game. Yeah. But um, as we know from gambling commercials, only <laughs> um, don't gamble what you're not prepared to lose. No. And don't don't try and get Wharf's supply of latinum. So apparently Wharf's she, not going to give it up. So she owes this dude latinum that she doesn't even have. Exactly. She bet stuff that she... Because she, she got hustled. Mm. So Captain Ramirez won a no-limit game. Mm. That's what we found out. So that means Dax lost I hope she doesn't, a no-limit game. I hope she doesn't get one of those betting apps on her phone. Exactly. Because yeah. she'd be terrible. But 
gambling commercials make gambling look so much fun as well. Mm. So she, the she'll probably have a good time. What if, yeah. Imagine if she went if she went some sort of multi. Mm. She'd mm. be up for ten bars. Exactly. Right yeah. Mm. I cannot stress this enough, guys. Don't gamble. Don't. don't it's terrible. Yep. Don't yep. gamble. Yeah. Um, and that shouldn't have. And she shouldn't have gone to war for her problems. No. Sort of that exactly. she, she was lucky that she came back with her her um, uniform. Or her spots. Hmm. She could have gambled those away. Oh, yeah. Always remember we gambled um, So that leaves the three votes, of course, to Sillerin, I think his Who, name was pronounced. I've got some names down here. Yes. So the, the Sillerin Prin. Yeah. So, I look, I didn't mind. Like, I, I, I get he's justifying his actions and he stole Kira for a reason. Mm. And he's bought people off for a reason. That's okay. That's not why he's getting the votes. Yep. He was just a really crap narrator. Well, do you know what? I hated his third person. Third narration. person. I yeah. would be giving him the votes for the fact that anyone who talks about themselves in the third person is a dick. Mm. So, look, my, my notes are similar. I've written here, I've heard better narrators. If you get a chance, get my mate Andrew here to narrate. Oh, I'm I'm there. That's a narrator. I will narrate the shit out of whatever you want. Mm, said That's Andrew. Right. <laughs> Confidently. Uh, adjusting his hat. Yeah. Um, yeah, no, I, that really annoyed me. Yeah, yeah, so he, and was, then he, he was always up for three. And then he just totally dropped it halfway through. Yeah. And then he went back to it again. Yeah, I just didn't. And do you know what it was? It was it's all Science of the Lambs, Buffalo Oh, Bill. wasn't it? Yeah, yeah. That's yeah. What, that was, you know. It, so I, I thought he was literally going to rip out It Puts the Lotion on its mm. skin. Yeah. but it was, And it was just like unoriginal. Yeah, it, 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 it wasn't clever either. Like, mm. they tried to make him sound poetic or... One of the only good things about that scene... It was even, sorry, yeah. it was even a bit fan of the opera light with his disfigured face as oh, well. Oh, yeah, and know? he's in the shadows. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, true. Yeah. I, I just like the fact that, that Kira didn't... The one good thing about the episode... Well, there's a few good, but the one good thing is that her comeback was, nah, fuck you, you all deserved it. Yeah. Like, he's like, I was just the guy that ironed the shirts. She's mm. like, I don't give a shit. Yeah. It was yeah. great. Yeah. She was like... <laughs> talked about all this guy's family were killed and all these servants were killed and she's like I don't care yeah irrelevant yeah because <laughs> yeah. yeah. normally Star Trek it'd be I'm really sorry I now recognise that you know we did what we had to do mm. but like, no he's like no yeah. <laughs> screw that no drama <laughs> we all get on <laughs> she's like screw that you all deserved it mm. and I don't care that half your face got burned yeah um, I'd like to make a special comment too this isn't on the negative side but something that I really noticed that I actually quite liked in the episode was did you notice the tear rolled down off Kira and onto, onto the, the bio bed. Onto the bed, yeah. Oh, that was quite... Mm. I felt that. Was it a fake tear? I, mean, I felt... A bit of glycerin? I reckon none of this is all over that. Oh, she, I'm sure she yeah, is. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, no, that, I did notice that too. She might have got negative votes for something that I didn't like, right. but that, that redeemed. Oh. I didn't like that she got told, hey, this is a private message. Right? Yeah. And she moved like a metre. Yeah, I know. <laughs> like, um, this is private, Andrew. Do you mind, do you mind if I just go here? Well... He's like, you're going to listen, right? Of course, you know. Yeah. Here's another weird thing. The opening message that she got was on her answering machine mm. in her room. Mm. I didn't know that how it worked. Like, if somebody if somebody rings up Deep Space Nine, she's got a communicator on her friggin' badge, right? Yep. Wouldn't it just go through to there? Oh, do these record? Oh, of course they do. Yeah, right. right. Yeah, no, but, like, why would you get back to your... Do these pack? have, like, Royal Match on it? No. You know that like, game that advertises everywhere? Oh, that one. No, they got nothing like that. But yeah, so she gets back to her room and the computer says, you've got a message. Like, mm. I've literally never seen that happen. Mm. A recorded message. Maybe it's just terrorists that do that. Yeah, you know, when they ring Picard on the Enterprise, the computer mm. goes, you know, priority security mm. message for Picard. I'll take it in my ready room. Mm. He doesn't go... Oh, Maybe just... it's because she doesn't have a ready room. But she's got a house. Yeah, Well, actually, no, she's living with the O'Briens. Imagine that. Because oh. she should be living with the O'Brien. Oh, we should I, We should be living with the O'Brien. Can you imagine how much fun we'd have? Living next door to Miles. <laughs> <laughs> that would be a great series. I didn't think you were... Brady, allowed, Brady Bunch style. Aren't you not allowed to sing on our pod? No, no, no. Have allowed. you amended our contract? I'm not allowed to sing on anything. Yeah. Yeah. We'll edit that bit there. No, no, we'll just flatten it out. Auto-tune that shit. Oh, probably. yeah. <laughs> okay. Like, like Bruce Horak is the Klingon. Thank you. Yeah. Very good. Okay. Uh, Klingon K-pop. Okay. Mm, that's my favourite. K-pop. Yeah. Okay. Klingon pop. Yeah. Don't Klingons give you a C? No, they have two Cs. Well, they have absolutely. <laughs> and by Cs, you mean? Ds. Venus. <laughs> it's going to happen. Right. So, um, good votes. Good, good votes, mate. Thank you, man. I yeah. like it. Oh! Good God. What is it good for? Absolutely nothing. Say it again. 
what is Worf good for? In Deep Space Nine at least, Worf is good for fighting. And my man Isaac here keeps track of all the fights and when people come to blows. Yes, and there's a... It's DS9, man. There's going to be fights. Yeah, of course you know, it is. It's not going to be a segment where we go, oh, there weren't any fights this week. Mm. <laughs> no, no, no. Well, it's from, I mean, yeah. Ronald D. Moore. Yeah. He went on to make That's a show true. called Battlestar Galactica <laughs> where there was only fights. Mm, mm. Sometimes between friends. For a, for a franchise that says it's big on war, there's not much fighting in Star Wars, really. No, yeah. not at all. Yeah. And it's in the name. Yeah. Like, it should just be called Star <laughs> Flying Around mm. with Cool Ships. I'd watch that. Oh, yeah. yeah. Pretty much. Yeah. So the Bajorans fought the Orblight. Yeah, yeah well, yeah. <laughs> pretty short fight. Yeah, but it's fine. Okay, yeah. yeah. Kira fought pregnancy. Oh, now that's a... She looked very uncomfortable throughout this episode and kept years. on getting on with things despite oh. probably not having the physical capacity to do it. Now, in real life, that's Alexander Sadiq's baby, isn't it? It is. And there so is there, it's not in this episode, but there is a line in that season where she says, you did this to me. Ah, yes. Because... He was responsible for transporting the baby into That's it. That's right. Yeah. But, um, yeah. yeah. Um, Furl, I think, was pronounced, versus Lieutenant Brilga. They had a fight. Oh, yeah, that's right. The guys that just just, just sauntered into her house. Yeah, that's right. Unannounced. That's right. Because Deep Space Nine security is yeah. awesome. And uh, on that, Kira fought Starfleet, Starfleet security. She beat up three guys. No consequence. Trying to go to a place where they clearly said it's been depressurised. And continues as the first officer. Yeah, I know. <laughs> that upset Jack. That bit. No, oh, everything upsets Jack. <laughs> but no, but I, I was like, this is always that. Again, it's another trope hmm. about the person who's lost control. Like, let me in there, let me in there. The whole let Kirk into save Spock hmm. in Star Trek 2. Right? But he's already, you know, he's been raided. You'll flood the compartment. He's dead already. Now, Kirk knows that. Yep. He knows how the yeah, ship works. Yeah, yeah. He's now, been to the Academy. Pretty sure that Kira knows how the vacuum of space works. Mm, mm. And this isn't a Kobayashi Maru. No, the vacuum of space should not be allowed inside the space station. Correct. You I keep mean, that shit out. I don't know much about that, but that's got no. to be one of the top rules. Yeah, I think it's after you don't talk about it and you don't talk about it. Yeah, that, that, yeah. that, that, those, those two, two rules. rules. Yeah, yeah. And, and, and if you drop your car keys in lava, don't get them, they're gone. Oh, Big rule. Thanks, man. Yeah, just yeah, let me know. I come for the trick, but I get the yeah, Don't put your hand in and try and grab them out. Don't. Yeah. Just have you done that? Don't. Shh. Okay, shh. no one's listening. Don't drink battery acid. Oh, don't call me acid. Yeah, oh, you can call me acid. Just yeah. trust yeah. me. Like, if you find a puddle of water in your garage and you're not sure whether it's just a pipe leaking or whether it's maybe something from your pile of batteries and stuff, don't stick your finger in it and then lick your finger. Yeah? Yeah, don't do that. Should I stick something else in it instead? Stick anything in it. Don't do the licking part. Oh, excellent. Thanks. Yeah, Thank I, you. I, just letting you, that's know, permission. letting you know that that's not a thing you should do. Kira fought consciousness. Can you fight consciousness? Yeah. She was... She was She's fighting unconsciousness. I guess she was. Yeah, yeah. Well, yeah that's right. Yeah, yeah. Apparently the leaves that she doesn't like, that was mm, why the tranquilizer didn't work yeah. as well. Yeah, how about that for a twist? She'd get those leaves. Yeah, I've got, I'm growing some. But, you no, know. you're growing some other... That's <laughs> totally different than you're growing. Oregano. Oh, yes, it's... For our American listeners, oregano. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, well, I'll wrap it up in aluminium. From, uh, yeah. For our American listeners, <laughs> aluminum. What about for our Belgian listeners? I don't know what he says. Because he doesn't talk to us. No, that's a good point, actually. I'm not going to uh, talk to him anymore. Yeah, yeah. Cisco and Fort Wolf. Yes. As we talked about earlier. Angry Cranky Pants. Kira fought a hologram. Yeah, yeah she didn't know mm. it was a hologram. Yeah, but she fought, she shot it. It was a bit weird. It didn't need to be a hologram. Hmm. And Kira and Cillerin at the end. Yes, okay. Well, yeah. that was the point of the episode. Yeah, yeah. So, um, okay. Good fights. Thank you, man. The Tuvix medal. So, yeah, Tuvix medal. Um, way too hard for me in this episode mm. because there's just too much happened. Mm. Too many people bought it and I don't take any notes. Mm. So it falls to Isaac, who is the only one who now has a single camera on him because the other, camera, the other camera... Oh, yeah. the other camera died. Yeah. Well, one of us is telling the truth. Yeah. Maybe both of us. Well, maybe none of us. 
What have you got, mm. fighting boy? There's a lot. Oh, this isn't fights. This is death. Oh, this is death. Sorry, yeah. we've done fights. Yeah, this okay. is two vicks. So, uh, Latha Abram died. Yes. Falar. I can't believe you got the names. Oh, I had to rewind. You know yeah. that rewind back 15 seconds? Yeah. You know, I, do, I do that a few times. Skip back. Great. Mobra. Mm-hmm. Lupaza. Oh, yeah, great. Farrell, who I wondered if that was Terry Farrell. You're really bad at this, aren't you? <laughs> like, sitting still. Not knocking shit over. <laughs> and um, these are my favourite ones. 15 Bajoran farmers. I'm taking that away from you. 15, yeah. They died? Oh, yeah, that, that's right. They were mentioned. And so did 12 Cardassians. Yes. Yeah. And including his family. Yes. It was terrible. So I think Outrageous. 15, Card- 15 Bajoran farmers are worth 12 Cardassians in the bush. That's a new saying. Okay. Yeah. If, if sayings were stupid, that would be a really good one. Well, what does that saying mean? One in your hands worth two in the bush. It just sounds rude to me. I know. So I prefer this one. 15 Bajoran farmers is worth 12 Kardashians in the bush. Mm. Oh, Kim Kardashians. Mm-hmm. Yes. Okay, now that makes sense. Yeah. <laughs> All right. yeah. Cool votes, mate. That's yes. good. That's good. line of the episode i love this one because i don't know what's coming Mm. and but i get to choose Mm. so you know minimal effort great result so you how many lines did you get for this episode eight oh dude settle pedal yeah but it's ds9 there's always great lines ds9 do talk they talk a lot more than other other tracks a lot of talk okay go through them before he became a Vedic, he was involved in some questionable activities. He was dodgy as. Yeah. Okay, good. Yep. <coughs> That's one. Oh. That's one. That's one. Do you know I had no idea what, what that line was and for ages? They said it, it in like, time. blah, blah, yeah. blah, 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 blah. I was like, I don't, I don't know what that is. We used to saying that's one. Because to me, it sounded like, that's one. Yeah. <laughs> How many ears have you got that one? Yeah, exactly. That's, that's right. one. <laughs> it, it, it's funny uh, because the next line yeah. is, that's two. Uh, how, many, how many ears do you have that work? Oh, two? Yeah. yeah. And what's the next line? That's three. What a surprise. Didn't see that one coming, did we, folks? <laughs> no. Uh, I'm sorry, Narice. I'm hearing a lot of that lately. Okay, yeah, yeah. She's just, man. Um, I, I like lines like this because they're just redundant. So mm-hmm. you know how our friends at... Uh, well, we've had Patrick from It's Got Star Trek on the show before. Indeed. Um, the, Dan on It's Got Star Trek hates the trope when people go, you know, two minutes, more like two years, you know, where they change the, the unit of time without changing the number. Right. One thing that bothers me in narratives is things that don't actually help at all with the narrative. Okay, oh, so, yeah. so this is one. I wish there was something I could say, Major. Mm, well, you that, just did. That's a nothing burger of, <laughs> yeah. of anything, you know? Why, why talk? Mm. <laughs> I've got nothing to say, but you just said it. Mm. So that, 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 I've put that in as a line because it's... Why would you write that line? Imagine being in the writer's room going, mm. I've got the perfect line, boys. Yeah. I wish there was something I could say, Major. The reason you write that line is because you haven't got enough pages yet for the 46 minutes or whatever. Or you aren't intelligent enough to make a line that would fit that. Maybe you just don't like the editing guys and you want to make them... Maybe I don't like the writers. Maybe maybe I'm maybe I'm on the other side for the strike. Oh, no. Am I? Like, like craft services. <laughs> I support craft <laughs> services in the strike. 100%. <laughs> no one's thinking about craft services. No, they? exactly. They've been very quiet. They have been. Yeah. They're keeping you know on. who hasn't been quiet? Who? The best boys. No, oh, mate. Yeah, <laughs> yeah I, always think, I always think like the war boys from Mad Max. <laughs> best boys, best boys. Shiny and chrome, shiny and chrome. I've still got more lines for you. Oh, holy shit. I should have you both thrown in the brig, but I'm glad to see you. Yeah. Um, you broke into the station really easily. Mm. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And oh, and you punched a, punched a security officer and he just leaves and says, yeah. oh, it's, it's yeah, cool, that's cool, mate. That's fine. Yeah. It's fine, yeah. yeah. And um, this one, I've made it a policy not to argue with anyone's lobes. Mm, that's a weird policy. Mm, it's policy. That's yeah. not just a philosophy or no, a, it's written a guide. Down somewhere. That's, yeah. you know, 
That's provision 30, section 31.2.1 yeah, yeah. of our charter. Can you imagine what had to have happened for that to become policy? It would have had to gone through quite a few rewrites and... Maybe a referendum? Maybe a few important meetings at least, yeah. Vote yes. Mm. Listen to Loeb's. This but, may have gone up by then. Don't argue <laughs> about Loeb's. Yeah, yes. Is that your favourite line out of the ones I gave you? Yes, or, it is. Yeah. Yeah. I thought it might have been that's three. Yeah. <laughs> Absolutely. Thank you. Well, guys, <clears throat> um, we get feedback all the time on the show. Yeah. It, it usually comes from Mark. <laughs> it only comes yeah. from Mark, but that's okay. But one, one thing people have been writing to us in droves oh. is get more of that shins on on the show. Oh, yes. Late nights with shins on. What was that what we call it? Oh, late night. Late night shins on. Late night with shins on. Late night with shins on. Yeah. You're going to have to keep correcting me until I get it right. It's not that hard. No. Um, this is fastly becoming the most popular segment oh. on Plan Trek. Well, we better get the man himself. Why don't we just turn this around? With Shinzon. Hello, hello. My name's fucking Shinzon. I've got a TV show. It's called Late Night with Shinzon. It's bloody awesome. It's better than these two other truckers. Hopeless. It's better than that dude over there, that way. He's he's terrible, right? And I'm gonna interview somebody. And today I'm gonna interview. What the hell? What the hell are you? Ah, uh-huh. I'm I'm Virgil Tracy from the Thunderbirds. What's a fucking Thunderbird? We rescue people when they get in trouble. You look like a bloody muppet. I'm not a Muppet, I'm a puppet. It's the same bloody thing. Muppets and puppets are the same stupid thing, idiot. No, they're not. Um, I've got a nice spaceship. Yeah, it's not better than mine. Mine's green and it has a pod. And inside my pod, I have sometimes a submarine and sometimes a drill. A drill? What do you do? You go to bloody Bunnings? You dickhead. You get off my show. Anyway, bye, bye. That's Shinzon's show this week. See you later. I love you all. Late Night with Shinzon was developed by Isaac Brown and written by Andrew Hogan. All characters performed by Andrew Hogan. Executively produced by Connor Trenier, Dominique Keating and Mark Cartier for the Treks and Trekkers Network. You can also follow us on Twitter or X as at Late Night Shinzon. Tune in next week for more Late Nights with Shinzon. Okay, jam eaters. Uh, here's the joke. Uh, I repeat... That I haven't told Anna this joke in one of the super secret Trek parties that I often frequent. Uh, Here's my joke that works well for this episode of DS9. Kira walks into Quark's and says, hi, can I have a crack de Gino? Quark says, sure, but why the pregnant pause? Later, losers. Fantastic. (laughs) How good were shins on this one? Yeah, mate. He's just getting better and better by the week. I mean... Jimmy Fallon, eat your heart out. Yeah, yeah. Well, he watches. He's yeah. trying to get advice on how to make the show better. Shins, I mean, Stephen Colbert's got shins on. Yeah, yeah. No way. Absolutely. Yeah. yeah. Virgil Tracy, what a guest. Yeah. As a guest. Oh, you know. Yeah. Tell you what. Well, with a lot of research, a lot of time goes into this shins on segment. Well, probably more than the rest of the show. We'd never get one of the Tracy brothers. No. Well, we'd get probably Alan. <laughs> yeah. Or, you know. Dick. Or, or like, like um, you know, Parker, the, the butler. Oh. You know. We wouldn't get like Lady Penelope. Now, since our last episode, of course, mm. there's a Twitter account for this. There well. is. Yep. Late Night Shinzon. That's L-A-T-E-N-I-T-E. Late Night Shinzon. And you can follow him. And he's, he's pretty um, he's pretty filthy. Yeah. He's a bit adult. He's very opinionated. Does he like our show? No, he hates no. it. No. Yeah, he's, he's very hates smart. He's yeah. Very smart. He loves the Shuttlepod show. Yeah, yeah. Shuttlepod show. He was, yeah, yeah, no, he was, he was retweeting them like crazy. Yeah, good. Yeah, so he's pretty, he's got his opinions. Yeah, so give, give him a follow. He, mm. he'll, he might follow you back and um, give you a few insults. Oh, he'll, he'll give you some advice for life. Oh, good. Yeah, yeah well, yeah. Definitely life go. advice. Excellent. So that's it. Should have they used a saucer separation? And the final segment uh, of the show, another one where mm-hmm. my man, Andrew Hogan, yeah, it's me. dazzles us. Oh, that book's in the way my face, isn't it? 
It's no good. Okay. Uh, what am I? What am I dazzling you with? You're dazzling me with how this show could have been improved. Mm. So I noticed in this episode there was no source of separation, and I thought to myself, oh. "It's missing. Mm. How could this episode be improved by?" Look, I'm gonna. This is I. I will admit this is lazy. This is a rerun, oh. but I, it, it's a Deep Space Nine thing that basically the Defiant, which only comes in at the end, is essentially a Starfleet ship without nacelles in an engineering section. It's just a saucer. Is that what Dax and, and Wolf are on? No, they're on a runabout. Were they? Yeah, and a runabout is just a shuttle that's bigger. Shuttle pod show. Yeah, like shuttle pod. Shuttle pod show. Hmm. Runabout pod? Is there, is, there, is there runabout pods? The runabout pod show. Shuttle pod show. We should have called our show that. Still could. Yeah. Anyway, the point is the Defiant, right? The Defiant is just a saucer flying around on its own. Which means, as I've mentioned before, back at, say, Utopia Planitia, mm. there must be, there's probably an engineering section and some nacelles that are meant to be attached to it. But so. they haven't got there yet, or it's going to be a, you know, season eight mm. would have happened, mm. that type of thing. So um, what I like to think is that something, say... Say they discovered that what was his name again? Solaran. Silaran, I said. Silaran Prick or yeah. whatever. Say they discovered that he was a really long way away and Kira had to get to him. She had to like steal the Defiant. But it would have taken too many too too long to get there. She would have had to fly back to Earth to put the nacelles on to go mm. faster. Okay. Mm. And that's what would have happened. And then it would have been awesome because we all would have been able to buy yet another Star Trek Starfleet model. And it would have had to be detachable. It would have had to be because that's what it did on the show. Touching missile. Oh, with by, by missile, you mean Venus! <laughs> so good to have you back, mate. Obviously. Good song, that. It is, isn't it? It's a really good song. No, I no, guess 1993. Around then? Yeah. yeah so you're about seven. <laughs> well, not too far. Eleven. Oh, yeah. uh, I was an older person. Hey, Google. What year did Detachable Penis come out? The release date of Detachable Penis was the 15th of December 1992. Oh, oh December good. 92 is pretty much 93, right? Yeah, yeah. correct. Yeah. Jeez, that's not a bad effort. Yeah. Nearest to the pen. Yeah, that's right. Because right. <laughs> you didn't have a shot. Mm. <laughs> yeah, it sounds about right. I wanted to talk about, this is a related thing that I read on uh, X this week. Mm. Someone, someone posited that, you know the pylons on Deep Space Nine that curl inwards? Okay. Yeah, the yeah. pylons, yeah. top and bottom, yeah. right? They're for, dock, they're for ships to dock. Hmm. They should curl outwards. Yes. It would make more sense. Yeah. Because otherwise, you've got to re- it's like reverse parking. You've got to get your car inside the three of mm. them and then back it up sideways. If they were just curling outwards, they would just have, you just have to get, bowl up the side and say, I'm here. Hmm. I, just thought, thought, I thought that was really good. Hmm. Whoever thought that up, and I haven't credited you because yeah, I didn't read it that carefully. Yeah. But um, yeah. Well played. I well also played. wonder why you have to dock in space. Yeah, no, it makes no sense. Yeah. Because <laughs> transporters exist. That's right. Yeah. But this was built by the Kardashians. Mm, and mm. We know they're lazy fuckers. Yeah. yeah. But the you doors know. are cool. The doors do. Yeah, they yeah. are cool. The lifts are kind of dangerous in some ways. But when it gets to the bridge or whatever that's called on DS9, mm. it always comes up very slow. It does. It's very it's slow. It's not a turbo lift. Oh, no. It's an, it's a, yeah. it's a, it's an anti-turbo yeah. lift. <laughs> it's like when you go to one of those really old buildings and it takes friggin' ages. Mm. Mm. You know, it's like the Argyle Street car park oh, or something. don't go there, guys. Oh, it's, it's and everyone like, goes to Argyle Street car park because they think it's yeah. in Hobart. There's other car parks that are yeah. easier to... Go to Centrepoint, guys. Yeah, yeah. Or just Even the, Hobart Central. No Hobart one's ever Central. heard of that. No one ever goes there. Yeah. That's one block out of the exactly. city. Exactly. No, it's not <laughs> Hobart. way too far yeah. away to yeah. go. Yeah, that's right. No, so so that that's my offering this week. Yeah, excellent. Thank you, mate. Well, guys, that takes us to the final piece of our show. We've done all mm. our segments. We have. There wasn't any romance this week, so we can't give out any mourn hubs. No. No like, pets. If I'd like it how there was a pregnant lady, but there was no romance. <laughs> that's how you like it. He just beamed it in. Well, that's how it is. <laughs> got, no, got no saying it, really. Um, but, yeah, yeah, that was, um, like I said, it was, it was a, a bit of a... A met episode, yeah. but it gave us enough to talk about, and that's what we're after. Like our format doesn't care if the show's good or not. No, yeah. In fact, some of the best shows probably don't have pets or fighting or romance. Yeah. You know, in the light might suck by our format, but it's a great episode. Correct. Yeah. Exactly. So look, um, you can hit us up on Twitter 
it's unplanned trek. Um, I'm Hogan Nerd on Twitter. He's Isaacly. As I mentioned earlier, I'm on the threads now. Mm. I got now I got two followers. Mm. You and the unplanned trek account. I'm not on the threads. Oh no, you're not. No, I've got sorry, I've got three followers. Is it Shinzon? No, he won't follow. No, he's not on threads. No, he, he would love X. He yeah. he would pay for X. Oh yeah, he's yeah. actually yeah. he's friends with Space Karen. <laughs> in actual fact, in actual fact, Space Karen as a guest on Shinzon show. Ooh. There are other guests lined up, guys. Yeah, the Shinzon late night with Shinzon. It's going to take off. Oh, it's it's already taken. This isn't backdoor pilot stuff. This is like this is going to this is what's going to get us all our awards and hundred percent money. Yeah, yeah, that's right. Contractually, am I part of that segment? Um, you might be allowed to be a guest. Uh, Yeah, you don't get paid for that. Yeah, it does sound very cheap. Yeah, it does extremely cheap for Shinzon. Yeah. Uh, well, I can't argue with shins on. So anyway, let's um, let's uh, sign off. Yeah. And do this again next week. Fantastic. I'll see you then, mate. Live long and prospect. Wow, guys! I had no idea that you'd be able to do an episode on DS 9s The Darkness and Light. So well, I just figured you'd fuck it up. Uh, and and Isaac, your take on Ben Cisco being unreasonable to Worf was amazing uh, and Andrew oh my god when you talked about how the defiant is already a saucer and mark your kira and quark joke was spot on amazing highlight of unplanned trek we're riding a money train a money train all the way to the money bank the hollywood money bank which is where i transact because i'm a hollywood jagoff I'm very excited about this, guys. I'm very excited. So keep the jokes coming. Uh, keep the content rolling. Uh, watch out on your uh, uh, social media for the next unplanned track challenge from me, Hollywood producer Mark Cartier, producer of the Shuttle Pod Show. Get back to work. <laughs> I knew I bet on the right horse. It's just not what you'd expect. That's an unplanned trick. Unplanned trick. Hello, and thank you for listening to Unplanned Trek. This show is written by Isaac Brown and improvised by Andrew Hogan. Part of the Trek and Trekkers network of podcasts, executively produced by Mark Cartier, Dominic Keating, and Connor Trinity. This is Bruce Horak, and you are listening to Unplanned Trek. You can find links to other episodes and merch at unplannedtrek.com. I'm Olivia Youngers, who plays Ensign Riggs, who is resting until her next duty assignment. Hear me talk about all of that on Unplanned Trek. Follow our socials on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram, or write to us at hello at unplannedtrek.com. Hello, everyone. I'm Bonnie Gordon from Star Trek Prodigy, and you're listening to Unplanned Trek. Live long and prosper. Wrestling papers, wrestling papers. <laughs>